This week, Facebook announced it's going into the payments business. Again, the world's largest social media company created a new unit called Facebook Financial to consolidate all of its payments capabilities in one place. So Facebook Pay, Libra, and WhatsApp payments will all be in one division. So it's safe to say things are going to be changing rapidly in the payment space and not just at Facebook. In this edition of Fintech Friday, the future of payments. Is it coming faster than you think? I'm Silvio Tavares here in San Francisco on August 14th, and this is Fintech Friday, brought to you by Cardlinks. It's great to be with you. We found out this week that Facebook is doubling down on its initiatives and payments by consolidating them all into one unit. Like most companies, they've seen the dramatic growth in e-commerce during the pandemic, and they want a piece of the action. But the truth is, the evolution of payments has been very, very difficult to predict. Will people buy direct from their social media feed? Will we all abandon our credit cards and use our mobile phones to pay? Which technologies and which companies will win the payments race? Nobody really knew the answers, and sometimes the predictions were wildly optimistic. For example, did you know that way back in 1991, almost 30 years ago, the internet first opened up to commercial use, and we saw the first e-commerce transactions? Despite many predictions for stunning growth, at the end of last year, e-commerce transactions only accounted for less than 15%, one-five, of total retail sales in the U.S. So despite all the hoopla and hype, it took e-commerce nearly 30 years to just get a measly 15% share of the market. So the predictions about the change in how we all pay, well, they were just plain wrong. We just kept buying stuff in physical stores and using credit cards and cash. And then the pandemic hit and everything changed. In less than six months, many retailers switched from having less than 15% of their sales in e-commerce to having more than 50%, of their sales in e-commerce. The rapid pace of change is about to get even more rapid. On today's show, we speak with an expert and innovator in the payments industry to examine how payments are changing now, and importantly, how they're going to change in the future, especially during the 2020 holiday spending period. This Christmas holiday spending is going to look very different than any other period and any other Christmas holiday season that we have seen. David Joseph is the CEO of Da Vinci Pay, based near Chicago. David has a great perspective and many quantitative and qualitative insights. He was formerly an executive at Visa, the largest payment network based in the U.S., and prior to that, he was an executive at First Data, now part of Fiserv and the largest payments processor in the U.S. We'll talk about the specific new changes that have come to how consumers use payments in 2020 and how these changes will play out in the 2020 holiday spending season. Good morning, David. How are you? I'm very well, Silvio. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, I think I'm speaking to you in Chicago, where DaVinci Payments is based. Is that right? 
That is correct. Uh, technically, Buffalo Grove, Illinois, which is just outside of Chicago. Excellent. And you have actually been an executive in the payments industry um, really all over the world. Tell me a little bit about your background. I think you were an executive at Visa and then also prior to that at First Data. I was at Visa. I was at First Data. I spent some time at J.P. Morgan Chase as well. Visa, I led debit and prepaid product for them in North America, also briefly uh, globally. And then I spent a number of years with Visa in their London office, working actually on both the merchant side as well as their emerging payments products, especially on Visa Direct, their push payment product. You've got an amazing background um, and really an expert in all things payments. Tell me a little bit more about the company you lead as CEO, DaVinci Payments. What do do you guys do? DaVinci serves corporations that want to make corporate disbursements. Things like incentives, rebates, payments to contingent workers and gig economy participants, those types of things. We enable corporations to make those payments efficiently and as um, securely as possible and in a number of flexible ways and form factors. Now, because of your um, customer base, you have some really unique insights on how payments are changing. And, you know, the whole world has really changed dramatically since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. And of course, the payment industry is no different. What do you think are the three most important changes in how consumers um, are are paying um, according to your analysis and your insights? We just wrapped up some national studies both in the United States and the United Kingdom. And those studies were specifically focused on how people are paying under COVID shelter in place orders. The findings that we found, not surprisingly, are, you know, online and remote shopping has more than doubled. Mobile will soon be the majority of all online payments, with nearly 60% of people using mobile for half of their online payments. And then probably the third is that card payments are remaining popular as ever, but those payments themselves are morphing into new form factors moving away from physical plastic. Great insights. And I think we're not done yet. I mean, everything we hear from the companies we talk to um, in the Cardlinks network, uh, everyone's telling us that things are still shifting. It's not like the the sand has uh, settled or the ground has settled um, from the COVID-19 earthquake. What do you think is still yet to come? What are some things that maybe haven't happened yet that you expect to happen, maybe even as soon as this upcoming holiday shopping period of 2020? You know, it's interesting because one of the most surprising things about the findings from our research was around consumers' intentions for the holidays. With so much commerce being done remotely during the lockdowns, I honestly believe that online shopping would drop as a proportion of overall shopping this fall and winter, or or at least stay flat. However, consumers have told us that they will do even more online shopping and even more mobile as we move into the holiday season. 71% in the United States intend to do more than half of their holiday, holiday shopping online. 82% of Gen Z and millennials intend to do more than half. And interestingly enough, 
three quarters of 39 to 55 year olds will also do more than half. And while it drops a little bit more as you get into a little bit of the older ranges, those trends are true across all age groups, all demographics. It's fascinating. Um, and, you know, they say necessity is the mother of invention. And in many ways, um, people are inventing new ways to to, to pay and, and be paid and engage in commerce. And a lot of it seems to be driven by COVID-19. And um, there, it sounds like your research has shown that there's not much difference between a teenager and, and a grandma. Everyone's really um, adapting and using these technologies, which is very, very impressive. Your business also spans globally. Um, I know you have customers in Europe as well as in the U.S. Are you seeing any regional differences? Obviously, Europe has actually had a little bit better run of it in terms of managing COVID-19 than we've had in the U.S. In markets like the U.K., for example, are you seeing a different payment behavior than what we're seeing here in the U.S.? You know, not so much. We ran these surveys on the future of payments in the U.S. and the U.K., And we found some very, very similar trends. One other thing that we found in the UK survey, and this was also consistent with the United States, is that how people intend to spend influences how they want to be paid. We asked people, what are the most important features you care about when you're being paid? And they responded with things like, I want it to be easy to receive. I want it to be fast. I want it to be secure. But they also said they want it to be accepted most places. They want it to be easy to spend. They want to be able to load it into a mobile app. They want to be able to know that they can spend cross-border. So when we ask people, how do you want to get paid? They are already thinking about how they want to spend. And for me, it just speaks to how these form factors are changing the way people think about their access to money. And if you are dispersing, you need to think about not just how you get the money to people, but how they're going to use it, because there's a really quick pivot between getting and spending in the minds of consumers. Really interesting and really uh, highlights how we all want to be able to control um, how we pay and how we want uh, to pay others. You know, the payments industry, one of the big things that's changed about the payments industry is that it's really not just about payments anymore. A lot of features are converging in markets around the world like China and many parts of Asia and Europe. Having an offer or loyalty points attached to the payment is becoming almost like a core capability. So there's kind of an advertising and loyalty component that we all often refer to as offers or card-linked offers. Do you think that this move that you referenced around the, the, the move to mobile payments, do you think that that is going to accelerate the trend to have more offers and loyalty type offerings attached to the payment? Absolutely. The surge in mobile shopping and payments is empowering consumers to earn and redeem more value at every touch point. Our study found mobile apps are the most preferred way to redeem loyalty rewards. And rewards customers also told us that they want choice. Open loop prepaid that can be spent anywhere was the top reward choice aside from free product because open loop prepaid can be spent so universally and can be easily loaded into any of the payment form factors that we were discussing before. This move to mobile is absolutely going to encompass loyalty and rewards, absolutely. 
You know, it's funny. Um, we were executives at the same companies um, a few years apart. I don't think we overlapped. I was an executive at Visa and First Data. And so, of course, I know what open loop prepaid means. But could you just explain for our listeners that may be from either the merchant or high tech or fintech space what an open loop prepaid card is? Because I think that's really important. Sure, absolutely. I, I know I criticize my daughter for using terms that, she sh that just don't work together, so I should define my terms as well. So an open-loop prepaid card is essentially a network-branded prepaid card, a Visa brand or a MasterCard brand that can be spent as if it was cash. I mean, there's, there is value on it, that's where the phrase open comes from, that really can be spent just about anywhere that those card brands are accepted. That contrasts with closed-loop, which is, say, store-branded. So you have this store of value at $50, but you can only spend it at this particular store, the store that issued that particular card or that reward. And at DaVinci Pay, you're, of course, right in the middle of this accelerating change in the industry. You've talked about the increased use of mobile payments. You've talked about how important it is to have open loop uh, redemption. And you've also talked about offers and loyalty. Those are three of the mega trends that your insights have um, uncovered. What are you doing as a company to bring these types of capabilities to market? When you think about mobile, it's not only changing how people shop and transact, it's also changing the way they want to be marketed to. We've developed something here that addresses that lack of engagement. We've developed the brand accelerator, which delivers payments, but it also delivers those payments with branded offers, marketing content, that it can include special discounts, uh, enrollment recruitment for product registration, loyalty and referral programs, cross-sell and upsell. And that brand accelerator changes the dynamic of the payment. It, it transforms it from an expense into an opportunity to earn spend back, even recruit referrals, get those product registrations and those loyalty signups from a payment that already had to be made. Similarly, we've also launched Payment Accelerator, which is a first in the industry. And what the Payment Accelerator does is it sends you a text with a virtual prepaid card credential, and it stores it on your phone. And when the recipient receives the payment credential, they know the reward is there, but they need to take action to activate the reward. They need to go, say, for a test drive or an oil change at a car dealership. They have to participate in a research study or order food delivery or book a vacation rental, those types of things. So sitting on their phone is something that just says, if you take this action, this payment credential will all of a sudden light up and allow you to spend. And that payment accelerator, which actually just places it in a very enticing place, like right in an email, right in a text, that just says, if you take this action, you can access this reward, is also a wonderful, wonderful way for delivering messaging about actions that corporations would like to incent and doing it in a very, very immediate way that complements the action. David, thank you so much for those insights. Um, I really enjoyed speaking with you and uh, stay safe uh, and healthy with your family out there in Chicago. Thank you so much, Silvio. You as well. And, and best of luck to your kids as they uh, engage with whatever school is going to look like. So mm -hmm. thank you. Very much so. And I love talking with payments guys, David.
And what was that old saying? Uh, find a job you love and you'll never work again. I could just hear as you were talking about all the trends in the industry, you really, really love payments and really, really love um, uh, your company. So it was a real pleasure to speak with you, David. Thank you so much. You as well. That's David Josephs, the CEO of DaVinci Pay. Coming right up, some closing thoughts on fintech and the future of payments. As we've just heard in today's interview, how we pay is changing more rapidly than ever before. In many ways, the pandemic is driving that. Now, it's pretty trite to repeat that saying that goes something like this. COVID-19 does not discriminate. It's harmful to everybody. And in the world of payments, the pandemic is in fact causing changes in everybody's payment behavior. Young, old, urbanite or rural, tech-savvy or Luddite, we are all moving towards a payment and digital commerce system that is increasingly mobile, personalized, and yes, even more influenced by social media. And perhaps, if we're all moving forward together, that indeed is a very good thing. For FinTech Friday from the Cardlinks Association, take care of yourself and take care of each other. God bless you. This is Silvio Tavares, signing off. <laughs>